to the second podcast within the UCR series. Welcome to House of the Podcast. It's me, your boy, the silverback, almost being joined by King Mongo of the realm Georgia. <laughs> South, South Carolina, South Carolina. Okay, okay, I'll give you South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> also joining me is Sir Mike Jones, King of House Jones. <laughs> yes. On Thursday, I am the good stoner. Well, every day I am the good stoner. But today, I am King of House Jones. Well, see, I wasn't going to change the name up, but since we're going to do that, I, I'll have something different next week. Then don't worry. Oh, I, I, I was, I was, I was King Mongo last week, so uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's happened to work out well. Ladies and gentlemen, what you are seeing is three fans of the series of Game of Thrones who have decided to come on and talk to you guys about the new series, which is out, which is called House of the Dragon. Believe it or not, people, it's not House of the Dragons <laughs> or House of Dragons. The House of Dragons. I've been calling it House of Dragons the whole time. Apparently, I'm, I, I, I st I'm still calling it House of Dragons. It's still, it's still House of Dragons, damn it. I, listen. It's, it's, it's still House of Dragons. Who, like, who knows? Like in Cincinnati, Kroger is Kroger's with an S, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so this is House of Dragons. <laughs> well, so that, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. House of the motherfucking dragons. That's what this shit is. But for those of you who have not been um made to know the story of what's going on, this is supposed to be this is set 172 years before Daenerys um Khaleesi. Daenerys Targaryen takes over the um, Iron Throne and burns down King's Landing. So, first and foremost, fellas, what did you think of the first episode? Whew, uh, hell of a way to start, man. That uh, I told you before, told all you before, I didn't like the way that the show ended. Uh, last show ended, Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, hold on, let me pre let, let me let me preface something and say. Mm -hmm. I am probably the only person in the world who did not mind the ending of Game of Thrones. Let me let me just preface saying that it's probably about me and two other people who don't who didn't mind how Game of Thrones ended. All right. Well, the, so the, lo the longer it's it's been since it happened, the more I realize it would have been fine if they just had more time to do it. Like the ending was fine; it's just they got rushed. Like that's okay. the thing. <laughs> but uh. And there are going to be points in this episode we're going to talk about where I'm going to be like, ah, I just, I just wish that worked out better. But I came into this expecting, like, ah, you know, maybe I don't know if I'm going to feel it. I don't know if I'm going to feel as good as I did when I first watched Game of Thrones. But damn it, like the first 10 minutes, I was back in it. I was back in. Didn't take Listen, any time. son of a bitch, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Soon, it's, listen, <laughs> like I tell people who have a hard time actually watching game of thrones or who like ah, i don't know if i get it so far game of thrones and house of the dragon the first episode you get some killings you get some beheadings you get some sexing and you get a hell of a story plot 
If that doesn't drag you in, we won't. literally, literally the first episode of both series gives you all of these. Um, do what's going on, Reggie? Reggie, Reggie. First and foremost, before no. we continue, thank you, Reggie, for constantly supporting anything UTR and always showing up, Reggie. We greatly appreciate that. Our boy Big Silk Double Zero is always on the always on the ball with us. But do you have to watch um, Game of Thrones first? Absolutely not. You do not have to watch it. Does it help? And does it? I'll put it to you this way: If you watch Game of Thrones first before you watch this, you'll find yourself doing the um, Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Ooh, ooh, they said this. Ooh, ooh, they said that. Ooh, that's who that is. <laughs> I know that name. I know that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because but it's a it's a prequel, so you don't have to know anything. You go into a prequel. Right. In fact, you might enjoy it more if you go actually. Into yeah, go into it blind and then watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Especially like because me and Raven was talking about it. You know, after we watched the first episode, I was definitely saying like, "Wow, they're doing the Star Wars where they're telling they're telling the story backwards." So you really don't need to watch Game of Thrones first. You can watch this, watch this first season at least. Then you can run it back and understand those references more. Because, like, in the beginning, it tells you, like Kenny said, it starts off 172 years before the original Game of Thrones plot. But you see the name that they mentioned, Daenerys Targaryen. They mentioned Daenerys at the end of it. So they already, in the first minute, make a reference to Game of Thrones. Letting you know there's going to be a correlation right there. Letting you mm -hmm. know that. And here's the thing. If you pay attention to that particular comment that they made 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen, it kind of gives you a prequel of what's about to happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Remember, Daenerys was the first queen, first and only ever queen of the Iron Throne. House of... Yeah. Cersei, right? Well, yeah, uh... Uh, I guess you can call it out. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. she By temporarily default, sat on it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, By default, yeah. By default. But yeah, as far as a lot of shit had to had to fall in place for that to happen. But yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but as far as a Targaryen, Daenerys is the first Targaryen female to sit on the Iron Throne. So the fact that they mention that should lead the viewers into thinking, okay, maybe this has something to do about females. Which it most certainly fucking does. All right. This first episode, it introduces us to pretty much your main characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to do a quick overview of it. Reggie, I don't know if you want to stay for the whole podcast because we're really going to do a quick overview of the episode. <laughs> we're really going to do a quick overview of the episode. Basically, what happens in the very beginning, they show how King Viserys who is considered the young king. This motherfucker is like 112. And they consider this motherfucker the young king. It shows how... A young, a young 96. Right. <laughs> it shows how he actually got his claim to the throne due to the fact of King Jairus um, not having any heirs. The 14... <laughs> There were 14 claims to the throne. 14, the 14 claims that were to the throne were of his grandchildren and his children. All right. 
FYI, people, if you don't know anything about how Game of Thrones or House of Dragons, just know this: there is incest like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Especially with Targaryens, that's like a real, it's real. It's all about pure blood and keeping that bloodline going, and, and that's something that happened a lot in like really like olden times. Um, feudal. It happened. A, it happened a lot, pretty much up until modern era because think about it rich people have been doing that for years to make sure the rich stays within the rich oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so uh, up until modern times that basically kind of just stopped let's be realistic let's be realistic um so those 14 choices that he was listening to were his grandchildren and children king jarris married his sister Mm-hmm. Yuck. <laughs> King Jarrus is the uncle daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. He's the uncle daddy. Okay. Yuck. Um, and King Viserys and the gentleman that he wound up choosing to be a successor on um, Viserys, he's married to his cousin. Yeah, his cousin. Yeah. Yuck! Yuck! Which uh, plays into a yeah, but here's the thing: him being married to his cousin plays a lot into the fact that there was only one surviving child after her being pregnant. How many times she said six? I think she said six times, five times. Yeah, was five times after time. Five times after um uh after Renaris. What's her name? After After she was born, yeah. Yep. And all five didn't make it. Didn't make it. I'm I'm not trying to say anything, but you know, inbreeding does have a little, little, little cause of death to do with that. Causes complications. What you call it? One of the reasons why it's looked down upon, and many other ones. This, yeah. But here's (laughs) the thing: the inbreeding also plays a major factor later on in the story of Game of Thrones itself, because the inbreeding is what causes certain members of the Targaryen family to go mad. Hence the Mad King, hence Daenerys. Every couple of generations that inbreeding kicks in, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones, the first series was about, uh, the, it's the, the starts with the death of the Mad King, and it ends with the death of the Mad Queen, essentially. Pretty much. So yeah. Back now is just kind of uncover more of their family history and how we got to that point. Mm-hmm. His thing, I found out too after doing a lot of digging and everything because I was um, trying to let you guys know. It's a lot of interesting factors to for certain people within this show. Um, the only other person who had a rightful claim to the throne besides King Viserys was his cousin. And how do you say her name? Oh, she's uh, Rainus. 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 Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I don't think she would have ever gotten it due to the fact that she's not pure blood, technically. She's not. Yes. She is not pure blood. Rainus is the daughter of Jaceres's the king's oldest son, and her mother 
is a Baratheon. So besides the fact of her being a woman, which you know they weren't really big on um, back then, women being in charge, she was a Baratheon. So technically, she's not a pureblood. Nope. But I fucks with Raiden's because she. I fucks with Raiden's because she married my man from Shazam. <laughs> my man Lord Corliss. There was there was a there was a meme I saw that was like Corliss knows the deal. Don't ever drink at that table when it's just you and it's just like him putting his hand over the cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you the only one, when you are the only one, <laughs> King's Landing. You better not sip out that damn cup. Not one bit. Not one bit. And Corliss. Corliss is the master of the ships. That's yeah. his. That's his particular title. So basically, he's the king pirate. King pirate. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's, it's a high. It's a high position. Uh, so, so yeah, it was down. It was down to. Uh, Rainus and Viserys. And Rainus Viser- and Viserys. So Viserys gets it because essentially because he's only out there. He's the only one that's male. Because he has a penis that works, unlike Bron. <laughs> yeah, he's not fucking broken. And uh, uh, so what we what we learn about it about what his reign is because we come in ten years after he's given control of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that he's trying to be like as peaceful and just calm as he possibly can. Um, and then he's got a brother who is just a little shit, <laughs> and. Uh, he he's got a he's got a little brother who is Joffrey, but with actual balls. Joffrey mm-hmm. that can fight. Damon yeah. Targaryen, right. played by Matt Smith. If you if you watched um, Doctor Who, who's one of the doctors in Doctor Who, he was also the villain in Morbius that came out recently. I don't know if you watched any of y'all watched that. Uh, Unfortunately, so you know he's he's got some hits and misses. Uh, but he but uh, he's he. I'll tell you what, he plays a great bastard because. Uh, Jesus, they don't they don't give him a lot of time before he just goes chopping off. chopping dicks and taking faces. I mean the first, the first <laughs> that's the first, that's so, what he did, chopping king, dicks and king, taking faces. <laughs> his brother, uh, basically, uh, the position of like uh, the leader of the city watch. Yep, and he decides to, to just go into King's Landing, and just all right. Anybody that's been accused of anything, it's time for punishment. Anybody, anything. So it's what we see. And depending upon what you did, it depends upon what the hell he decided your 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 his taking was going to be. Mm-hmm. And we heard them do three things. First thing was a thief. So thief, thief. Hey. them hands is gone. <laughs> Second one was a rapist. Raper. <laughs> choppy choppy pp. <laughs> oh my god, they. Oof. They showed, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to let you know. I just want to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never seen Game of Thrones, picture the the graphic the graphic intent of Game of Thrones and House of Dragons. If you've never seen any of those, picture Braveheart on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Braveheart, yes, that's a good that's a good example. Picture Braveheart on steroids and how, pick, better yet, picture Game of Thrones as far as the violence and what they show, 
Picture Braveheart meets Apocalypto. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Um, so we see that he does that throughout an entire night. Those happen, and then if you're a murderer, you oh, your head him. is gone. They, they yeah, your head is gone. Yep. So after that, we say <coughs> that he, he did enough for two, two carts, carts. <laughs> two carts, two carts of body parts. Mm-hmm. Not whole bodies, ladies and gentlemen. Body Not whole parts. body parts. An arm doesn't take up that much space in a cart. Nope. So, <laughs> oh, damn so sure it see, don't. I don't. I don't. Okay, so, how many, so how many sets of nuts he was taking? Yep. You see a couple hands, a couple heads, a couple arms, a couple, couple dicks. You just see a couple parts of everything. Every well, body well, part. <laughs> you just see. What crime did you have to commit for him to take your leg, though? You kicked a dog. You probably tried to run. <laughs> Ding dong, did somebody lose your feet? I'm just trying to think. What 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 crime do you have to commit to get your foot taken? Like, what do you got to do? Resist arrest. I mean, I mean, they took Kunta foot because he tried to run. <laughs> okay. Motherfuckers tried to run from King's Land and they got caught. All right, <laughs> right. right. Hey, you know what? There it is. It's mm-hmm. the goddamn yeah, it's that effect right there. So as but, brutal as that is, we kind of get towards the next step. And while uh, uh, Viserys is about to meet his son, because his wife is pregnant, they say it's going to be a son. I don't know how they knew it was a son. They just said he, oh, it's going to be a son. No, Viserys was the one who said it was going to be a son because he had a dream that it was yeah. a son. Because even the um, even the master of the citadel was like. Um, you know, we have no way of predicting the sex. Even his wife was like, listen, it's not going to grow a cock if it doesn't have one. Okay. But oh, he man. was. I have never seen someone try to like plead for their life more than her. I'm like, I tried my best to give you a son. Right. I can't do this anymore. She was letting him know. She was letting him know when they get like, listen, I'm just letting you know this right now. The booty is shut down after this. If mm-hmm. I make this shit, you ain't touching me no more, motherfucker. <laughs> you said this is my last one. This is my last pregnancy. And, and rightfully she so. Right. She was right. Unfortunately. Sheesh. Uh, it was he. Yay. But Viserys, he had that dream. And remember, he kept saying, it's a boy. I had a dream. He had on Aegon's crown. And he was going to lead us through the fire and the ice. Because that's another thing that plays a big part later on, which also ties into Game of Thrones later on. And and also, as we meet him, we also meet Rhaenyra, his daughter. What is the first thing she does when she appears? She comes, she returns to King's Landing on a fucking dragon. She come. she, her entrance, the way that King's Landing met Daenerys. Met Daenerys when she came on mm-hmm. a fucking dragon flying with golden blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw a meme also. It had a, a earlier today. It was a picture. It was like the first episode and the last episode of the first episode of House of Dragons and the last episode of Game of Thrones. And it had a picture from the back of. Daenerys looking at the Iron Throne when it's in its full glory, and Daenerys looking at the Iron Throne when it's 
half-ass nothing. Yeah. Yo, can we talk about can we talk about that fucking Iron Throne? Oh my god! Like that, 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 thing, shit. that thing stretched out across the entire court. I think it's huge. Oh my god! First and of then, all, this motherfucker getting cut just trying to sit down on the shit. Cut. So this is fresh Valerian still he's sitting on. Getting sliced the fuck up. That's why he got that sore on his back, sitting on the goddamn blade, slicing his ass up. Mm-hmm. And, and about and about Ranieri's, like when she returns back and she has the conversation with her mother, and the one of the things that was interesting, you can really see what type of person Ranieri's is, is when her mother says, you know, our womb. It's our battlefield. battlefield. And you can look at Renarius and she was just like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen you, <laughs> I've seen you have five miscarriages trying to have a son. Fuck that. Renarius so, is Aria. Ex- thank yeah. you. I was just about yeah. to say when she said that, I'm like, oh, she's giving me Arya Stark vibes. Definitely giving like me it. Arya Stark vibes. Because even, Arya even the early even other than that, she's talking to uh, to her friend and uh, reading in the books and trying to like read up on the history. Mm-hmm. And she's and her friend's trying to tell her how important this stuff is and how she needs to learn it. And she shows that she knows all of it enough, but doesn't care about it. Just because she doesn't care about all of the politics, all of you know what she has to do, like to be like a lady in the kingdom. She does not give a shit. Not one. Stop for her. Fuck the scepter. Fuck the scepter. <laughs> Pretty much. But we also see later on how 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 much like that has affected her relationship with her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, she says several times over that she can't make him happy because, because she's not she's a boy. Not, she can't can't be his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that and that's an intense thing that like uh, women have said to, you know have dealt with even like. Now, yeah, right, that's very common. So that's, that's a pretty important battle for someone to go through mentally. And so that kind of helps you uh, recognize her and kind of see where she is, where her headspace is before everything just hits the fan. And it hits the fan quick, right? Mm-hmm. And it hits the fan during the tournament for the air. Right. Um. The king decides to have a tournament um, to, you know, celebrate the coming of his heir. Like I stated, he feels that he automatically knows it's a boy. And during this tournament, you hear a lot of familiar names. You hear the names Baratheon. You hear the name Stark. You hear that someone is Dornish. You hear a lot of familiar things. What you wind up seeing during this tournament is... We kind of skipped the, jumped the gun a little bit with Damon. We forgot to mention one thing. As of right now, until a male heir is born, Damon is the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though everybody on Viserys's court is clearly against Damon being named king, except mm-hmm. all think he's nuts. Except for like, uh, except my man Little Littlefinger, yeah. Littlefinger. Corliss is little finger. Corliss. Yeah, he's, he's I got a uh, feeling Corliss is little finger. He he and his wife are gonna be very important to the story, it feels like. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 
you gotta see the way that they like they trade looks whenever something's said. Uh, it's, it seems like they're always planning. Listen, mm-hmm. it's they they're gonna play an important part because technically, as Jaceris' oldest living relative, Reyes should have or um, should have been the queen, but Viserys got it. Mm-hmm. So they still they still feel that that claim, because remember um, the Baratheon knight said, "I would like the favor of the queen that never was," which is such a so fucked up. That's a fucked that's a fucked up moniker to have to carry with you. And then you can tell that it it, it hurts them. And then uh, somebody in the stand said that they should have their tongues cut out for that. Mm-hmm. And so it uh, basically just says uh, they can flap their gums all they want to. It doesn't matter. And like, that's it's just a lot of like open disrespect to her. And, and another important character who is also on the court, the hand of the king, Otto Hightower. Otto, Otto, Otto Hightower. Hightower. Otto Hightower is. Otto Hightower is. Tywin Lannister. I see it now. Mm. The fact that he sent his daughter into the king's chambers. Let Ooh, me know that, he was Tywin yeah, Lannister. Let's, all right, so we need to talk about that, but let's get to it first. So, like <coughs> you're saying, um, this, this tournament's happening. The tournament's happening, and um, <clears throat> as the tournament is happening, Queen Emma goes into labor. During this time of her going into labor, the Grand Meister comes to King Viserys and pretty much tells him, yo, check this out. Your wife is going to die regardless of what happens. You can either let them both die or we can try this new procedure and we can get saved the baby. The new procedure, ladies and gentlemen, that they're talking about is a C-section. <clears throat> it's a king who wants an heir to a throne, of course, you know, save the baby. So they commenced to having this C-section done. I didn't think they were going to show that shit. Here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. Oh Here's my the God. thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, fellas. Here's the thing. I'm going to be 100% honest with you, and it's going to sound really crazy. I've seen a C-section live with, my, with, with Ryan, with my 12-year-old. I saw her C-section live. I did not follow instructions and keep my head on the opposite side of the curtain. Okay? I watched. If they did not have the technology where the suction of blood so I can see it, it's pretty much not that much different, fellas. They really go in there, take out their insides, put it on the table, take... They goes your stomach, they goes your intestines. Up, oh, let me grab this baby out of there and put all your stuff back in there, and and mix it around and hope you all right. That's pretty much what a C-section is on the low. Man. And Man. damn if they didn't show it. Jesus they, Christ! Oh my God! And, and the thing is, oh, like, we're, we're cutting from like gruesome violence in the tournament to mm-hmm. that because, like, it isn't just like oh a jousting thing. They are killing each other. Like we're yeah. seeing like yeah. axes in the face. Someone's eye got busted out by a mace. Like it is 
gory. And then you're like, wow, that's brutal. Cut to this queen screaming, begging her king to stop the procedure as they are driving this knife into her stomach, tearing her open. And as they're doing that, and as they're doing that, they are pulling out the new air. Damon is in the midst of a jousting fight and loses. So mm-hmm. in that one process... The, the Dorn, right? The Dorn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In that one moment, he lost two things. He lost the tournament and he lost his place in being the heir, which was highly significant mm-hmm. to him losing. So he lost the tournament and he lost his place on being the heir. Damon was having a badass day. Damon even went to try to go get some holes and couldn't keep his meat up with the holes. <laughs> he, had, he, had a tough, he had a tough time with it. But, uh, I mean, going back to, to that C-section thing, they, I... Yeah, it was uh, gruesome. They, because they, they, they have the uh, people holding her down each limb. They're just, like, pressing her down. Mm-hmm. And Viserys is just like, it's going to be okay. It's like his hands are on her face. It is so intense. And if you never saw Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones had brutal deaths before. Um, but they really made this one drag out as long as they could. And you're just hoping that, okay, at least maybe the sun's going to be all right. And, you know, something will happen out of this. The next scene, the next scene is them at a funeral pyre for both the queen and the son who only lasted a few hours, a few hours. I think. Because if you notice, like if you if you pay attention while the scepter is holding him, you can hear gargles from the mm-hmm. baby. He right, started, when he, right when he asks about his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gargling up blood. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I heard that, I was like, ooh, that doesn't that's not good at all. And so yeah. Here's the yeah. thing. The reason why he was gargling that up is with a C-section, it takes away one of the things from a natural birth. With a natural birth, the child is being pushed through the mouth. Okay? So it's able to press on the lungs and get a lot of the ambiotic fluid and stuff out of the baby. It's being pushed out because it's squeezing the baby through a smaller hole. With the C-section, it's not doing that. So a lot of that amniotic fluid, it's still inside of their lungs and stuff like that. Usually with the C-section, when the baby first comes out, they throw a suction tube down the baby, like, to get everything out, like, immediately to make sure the baby's breathing regular. You know what I mean? So that's what that probably was. All that amniotic fluid being built up and the fact that his mom and his daddy were cousins did not help that baby situation either. <laughs> You know, yeah, that that that's that is by far. I mean, because the Game of Thrones, you have a lot of and I detailed and gruesome deaths. Yeah, that that's up there as far as just heartbreaking. That's up there with the red with the red wedding. It is. It really, yeah, the one that always gets me heartbreaking. The one that always gets me is Oberyn um, fighting the the mountain. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, I, I also put it up there with that. Just like, oh, come on, dude, Jesus. Um, and there's something that happens later on, which we'll get to very soon. Um, where the king gets mad at his brother for saying something fucked up, setting about his son, <laughs> and is rightfully <laughs> fucked up. 
<laughs> but his daughter says something not as fucked up, but close to it at the funeral. I hope my father found happiness in those four for those four. No, six. She said four for those four hours. And he had says, you need to be strong for your father. I hope my father was happy for those four hours. Like, oh, Jesus! You got to remember, she blames she blames her father for her mother's death at this point, and she had to be this. Her father was supposed to have been the one to give the instruction. For the dragon, for them to um, do the cremation, she had to strong arm and actually yell out Dracarys. He because he couldn't. He was he was too far gone in mourning. Mm -hmm. Too far gone. But uh, later on, so later on, we see um, the next the that night, two really fucked up things happen. First off, Damon goes to a whorehouse uh, with his king's. Uh, with the King's Landing crew. The the um. They're, they're, city they're essentially yeah. City watch. City watch. They're they're essentially celebrating that he's back in first in line for. for yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And he he says um to what was what was the son's name Balin? Yeah. Yeah. Balin. Uh. To to Prince Balin, heir for a day. Yes. Whoo. <sighs> Well, Fuck that him. pisses off of Viserys. Oh, love. By the way, that night he's in his room. He's in his quarters. He's he's just like sitting mm. in front of this, uh, this model of King's Landing, just like looking at his a ring that he had given his wife. And uh, Otto Hightower has sent in his daughter, who is the same age as his daughter. Him. Yeah, yeah. known to be very close friends, and they and then this show they're really pushing. Uh, close friends, like it feels like it might be going towards something else. Um, well, with this show, you know that. Yeah, it ain't no, it ain't no feels like. Cool. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't, not, I don't know if they actually. Then if they don't, they don't ever say if he did or didn't go through with it. I don't think he did. I, I'm, I'm, um, I, I don't think he did because of what she said. She said yeah. that when her mother died, who recently passed away, that people spoke to her in riddles. Mm -hmm. People, um, no one just paid attention, and all she wanted was someone to say that they were sorry for her. And she said, I'm sorry, Your Grace, for what you're going through. I think that was her saving point. Yeah. It either it became her still... saving point or it became the point in which she in love. Really we'll see. So. Yeah. But that was, but like, so the, the Hand of the King sends his daughter in to try to just. I mean, let's be honest about the situation is uh, fuck the sadness out of the king, mm -hmm. uh, which is just terrible. Uh, so the next morning, whatever happened there, Viserys finds out what his brother said about his dead son. Not only does he find out, he finds out in front of his entire court, mm -hmm. along with his daughter. Mm -hmm. They all find out together. And, and that's even more, and that's even more of a Horrible situation to be in the universe. You just lost your wife and your son and your heir, and now this, and now later on this evening, you have to immediately talk about the heir. Like that's fucked up. What What did he say? He said he will not suffer watching his son and daughter get eaten by crows. Discussing the heir right now. Right. Now let let, let the let these crows. Yes, about that. It's it's it's. God, it's just so brutal. Like you, you see, just him at the man is hurt. 
You see him dealing with all the stages of depression over the course of like 24 hours. And it is just, he's going through a lot of shit. And again, you know, with Targaryens, like they're always one bad day away, essentially. Um, And you have to like wonder like, what's his breaking point? What's his breaking Mm -hmm. point going to be? And what happens when he reaches it? Well, his breaking point was heir to the throne for a day. But here's the thing. During this episode, whether you know it or not, you notice there's a very tight bond between Rhaenerys and Damon. There is. There's a very he cares a lot. lot. He actually cares a lot for her and his brother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He actually does care a lot for them. He truthfully he 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 feels a certain way about the king's about his court about his table, but it's. Whatever he's doing is to help his family. That's that's mm-hmm. how he pretty much uh, he he's very selfish. Yes, but uh, he seems to be loyal to Targaryens at least, mm-hmm. right? And he's like and when he went through that whole thing. He expressed that to Damon, like he said, "I'm the only one who defended you." And he says, like, he, says he says that court is there to leech off of you. They know that you're, you're weak, right? I would, I would protect you, but they're there to leech off of you in your weakness, which is right. those are some really harsh words, but also kind of true words. Yeah. Here's the thing, and here's the thing: he doesn't even say that he wants to be king. He says, "You haven't even named me your hand." So when they maybe your brother, he was like, "No, my brother has ambition, but it won't be to kill me." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and that and with that, that's where you see the really the, the stain between Damon and Otto Hot and Otto Hightower. Because that's who's why that's yeah, why Damon challenged. I was getting ready to say that's uh, why he picked um Hightower's kid and whipped his ass. Mm-hmm. Almost broke his almost broke his neck. <laughs> like uh, he he did, he did, he heard that comment he wasn't supposed to hear from Otto. And he heard his brother defend him. And you can see his face change when he hears what Viserys says about him. Where he's like, okay, so he understands. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, that relationship unravels because of that comment that he said in a public setting about his dead nephew. Right. That was a no-go. And but I, I do wonder if, if that was because because they kind of pushed him to say something that group he was with like he was he was at a table he wasn't really like enjoying the party with everybody else right he was sitting at a table drinking by himself and then like three people come up to him and try to talk him up and then one of his like right-hand men like everyone shut up he's got something to say as he was getting head Mm -hmm. that was that was the shit that had me die that was the shit that had me die Reminded me of I, me back in the day. <laughs> I, uh, I I I read uh, uh, the uh, the the original uh, Song of Ice and Fire books up to where they are right now. I've not read what this is based off of, so I'm going into this blind completely. I don't know what's going to happen with any of those. Um, I I wonder what that's going to change for 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 Damon because I I honestly it feels like. That was not something he was just going to blurt out. 
Here's the like, thing. Auto made, it sound like, auto, made, auto made it sound like he was joyous and cheerful and all that. And he wasn't. When he said Here's that. the thing. He he would have been okay if he had just left it at Balin. If he had just left it at his nephew's name, I don't think Viserys would have been too pissed off. I think he had just been like, because remember, he said we all choose to mourn in our own ways, brother. I think he'd have let it slide if he'd just left it at his name. It's the air for a air for day. day. And it's a dumb that day, but hey, part. We've, all, we've all said dumb shit. And then he got sent. And as a punishment, Sarah said, you know what? Motherfucker, go home to your wife. He says, go home. He says, go home. He says, go home to your lady wife. They can send them home to his <laughs> wife. <laughs> First off, what the fuck is a lady wife? What does that mean? That's not a real offensive. It's just like, he's like, yo, you want to like, oh, you want to be out here with them hoes? You ever get, where, where, fuck my son? Go home to your wife now. Go, go stay wife. with your wife. Go, go stay with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so damn after, well your man hates his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a hell of a punishment. Uh, mm -hmm. So after that, uh, when they're talking to each other, Viserys um, reveals who the new heir is. He's officially naming his daughter, his daughter. as the first heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. uh, he also tells her in a, in a private meeting uh, the importance of what she's about to, to be given. She says that they haven't spoken since uh, her mom died. Right. And not spoken since. Um, and that's 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 a lot. It's a lot of silence. Right. Between a, yeah. mother, between a father and a daughter. You know, to not speak to each other after that kind of death. That's a lot of silence. But it's only been like two First, days. It's only been like two or three still, days. It's still a lot. To, yeah, that's a, father. That's an yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's still, yeah. And uh, the first thing he says to her is like, "You about you to be know, in charge, homie? <laughs> do you know the history of this? Do you know what this dragon, this skull of this dragon, is here for?" Um, and then he talks about uh, who whose dream was it? Was it Aegon's Aegon's dream? Aegon's dream of a long winter that uh, could only be stopped if the Targaryen was sitting on the throne, which is why a Targaryen must always be in control of the throne. If you watch Game of Thrones, you know what that's about. Mm -hmm. And essentially, yeah, if there was the no Targaryen walkers. there, they were fucked. If there is yeah. no Targaryen there when the White Walkers come back, they are fucked. 500%. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, no, there's mm -hmm. no winning that. And that's that was the thing that I was saying before. Like, There's a point in this show that I said, oh, I wish that I wish that just played out a little bit better. That's, that's right there what it was. Right there, right there is what it was. <clears throat> he might have. He probably did. Um, but that's the point where I'm like, God, I just wish that season had like maybe two more seasons. Just like stretch it out two more seasons, we're fine. Because um, the more I think about it, Kenny, the more I think you're right. It really wasn't that bad of an ending. Let's be honest. Honestly, it's just, it, it wasn't, just got rushed. It, wasn't, it just got, yeah, rushed. It got rushed. Okay, I, I, that I will say. It wasn't a bad ending. Like Everything about the ending made perfect sense. But they just kind of was like, "Yo, we need to do this in two weeks, bro." Because they, they wanted <laughs> George R. R. Martin said, "Hey, you got to have twelve seasons of this show." And D and D was like, "We're gonna wrap it up in eight. And, and uh, easily done twelve. Easily, oh, dude. It was and it's such a money making 
thing. Like they, they left money on the table, not all right. Let me ask the question. <laughs> so hold on, we're gonna let's just finish the episode. Yeah. The episode ends with the entire royal court, all in kingdoms, acknowledging that Daenerys is now the sole heir to the Iron. You the stalks from Winterfell. Oh yeah, they make sure we hear that. They make sure mm-hmm. they make sure we hear Stark from Winterfell. From Winterfell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sort of wolf. I'm sort of dire wolf. <laughs> um, you hear the Baratheon name. The Baratheon took the longest to nail, if you remember. Mm-hmm. He was the one that she kind of had to give the look to, like. Hello. <laughs> he was like, "All right, fuck it, let me do this shit." You know um, so, right. It's so it's so it's funny how, especially with the Baratheons, how just their character traits just go down the line. As like, the, really as nature, the, arrogant, right? That is or fucking that losers. Is, that's Game of Thrones to a T, though, is we are our fathers and mothers, sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that is exactly what it, and the whole point is to, you got to be the one to break the chain, you got to be the one to break the wheel to make any important change. So, we'll see. I think we're going to see more of, that's exactly how I start with that. Of course, that's what a Baratheon would say. And, you know, the, the further we get into this show, the more we're going to recognize a lot of a lot of personalities. I was getting ready to say, so far out of episode one, who's your favorite character? Oh, Corliss. Easily. Easily. Corliss is my favorite character. Easily. He, he, he has not backed down on any opinions that he has to say. He reminds uh, me of uh, he reminds me of Tyron. He reminds me of Tyron, does. who only he, wants the good of the realm. Mm-hmm. He 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 only speaks when he wants when he needs to speak. So he's not going to say everything that's on his mind. But when he does speak, he's going to say the full sentence out mm-hmm. loud. I I I really can't wait to see what he and his wife do. I'm really invested right. in that relationship. Shazam and his Shazam and his uh, little Will and Jada kids. <laughs> I want to see like, what's going on with that. I'm I'm really excited for that. That's gonna be a fun thing to explore. You know what? And I I, I do enjoy Corliss Thor Corliss, but I enjoy Damon also. You need Damon's a great. fucking villain. Yeah. You need a great fucking villain. Here's the thing. You know not, what? He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a a like a hundred percent bastard though. Huh. He, there, you understand some shit that he does. Mm-hmm. If like, you think about extreme, it, is, but you understand it. I was gonna say, is he even a villain? Because think about it, he made a good point on why he did all of those killings. He was like, "You're about to have a tournament with all of the seven kingdoms coming here. Do you want these people that are coming here to feel that they are safe?" Or do you want them to be worried about, or do you want these murderers and rapists and thieves running amok about with all because of them people? What did he, he said it right to Otto's face, too. He said, of course you think it's not needed. You live in your brick and ivory tower mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. I am down there every day. He made it like it. It's a good point. It's a good point. 
we really don't know what that part of King's Landing was like back then. It could have been the way he said it was. You know, or or was was he just was he just? Hey, we heard you might have been a thief. We heard you might have been a rapist. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know. That's the thing. It's going to be interesting to see to see where Damon ends up in a few episodes. You know who he reminds me of? Killmonger. That's who. Mm -hmm. That's who Damon reminds me of. Killmonger. Fucking Eric Killmonger. Because just like how you guys say that he's not really a villain in House of Dragon, Killmonger wasn't a villain really also in Black Panther. I mean, hold on. Hold on. At one point, he did become... At one point, the man just wanted to give everybody black a gun and have them have him shoot yeah. up the white but, man. But, but like, but, but once, like, once he got on the throne, that's what he kind of like, wanted. But for the first, for the first <laughs> hour and a half of that, for the first, <laughs> but for the first hour and a half of that movie, it's like he makes a lot of good points. He's it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, that's fair. That, that, right, but, but then, but then he got on, then he got on the throne and was like, yo, where was you know what? We're gonna give all my brothers and sisters some guns and some Wakandan and let you <laughs> I mean that's that's when that's when you go to the that's when you start getting into the villain route when you wanna wipe out a whole um race. That's when you kinda go into the villain route. <laughs> I mean but, but, that, but I mean like, I I kinda get what Mike's saying. It meant, it does make it a bit more interesting when like a villain's kind of making a good point here. Oh, a little far, but still. Right. Like, yeah. you did not have to rip his face off with the axe. <laughs> um, but, okay. Yeah, I, I see why yeah. you might have, but it wasn't I, completely I necessary. I saw your point, and he just saw the point of the axe. So, <laughs> but overall, uh, great first episode. Great first oh, episode. God. Has me definitely... Waiting for Sunday to get to the next episode, without a doubt. Um, Damon, here's the thing. Do you think Viserys feels that Targaryens can't control the dragons because he doesn't have a particular connection with the dragon? Because think about it. Rhaenerys has one. And Damon has one with his. Mm-hmm. They have like a a connection. Connection. Do you think maybe that's why he said that? Uh, yeah, because I mean, it definitely it that de- what it definitely shows is some insecurity. Because here's the thing. Ha ha. Here's the thing, and the reason why I bring that up is because Viserys is also the name of Daenerys' brother who was making the claim he was the real um, heir to the Iron Throne. The one that Drake Algo gave the gold helmet to. Mm. And remember, he had no connection with the dragons either. It was Daenerys. So... Same name, same same concept. Does that does that skip a generation or so? Like does that skip across siblings? Does that skip across family members? Also, does is it is it is? I wonder if they'll get to the point where they let us know about the more about the Mad King. I wonder if all of 
villains who potentially went or have gone mad had con- connections with dragons. The inbreeding caused the inbreeding was a side effect. The side effect was the dragon connection and the going mad. Daenerys went mad. I wonder if the Mad King had uh, was able to have a connection with dragons as well. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll see. Because uh, Viserys made a pretty important point to say that we weren't meant to to use these dragons like weapons. We weren't meant, and we were also weren't meant to live alongside them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was. There's, uh, they they allude to a lot of different stuff. But I'm just really. I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. It feels good to say that again about Game of Thrones. We're like, ah, oh, God, I'm just so excited for Sunday. Can't wait. That was a fucking, that was a fucking banger. Like, I already watched it the second time. And I'm definitely going to watch it the third time before Sunday. Three, baby. I already did three, baby. Catch up. <laughs> you got to catch up, daddy. <laughs> you got to catch so, uh, up, daddy. <laughs> Next week, we'll talk about the next episode. We'll see uh, where this goes with Damon and uh, Renaris and everybody else. Um, any predictions for the next episode from you guys? Um, I see next episode. I think I'm seeing Corliss is going to also get um, control of the City Watch as long as well as being the master of ships. Mm-hmm. I think I'm seeing Corliss pulling a double duty at some point and not wanting yeah. to. And and with that point, I think he's going to make his first major move. See, I was thinking it was going. I was is it going to go to Otto's son or the guy that beat Damon in the tournament? Listen, Otto's son. Otto's son is fucked up because remember, half his face got ripped off when he fell face first on yeah. that horse. Yeah. So. Unless Otto's son becomes the, uh, what you call it, he becomes uh, the descendant of the mountain and the hound. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, uh, so we'll uh, be back next Wednesday to talk about the next installment of House of Dragons. We'll also be back tomorrow uh, to get back into wrestling. And uh, what's going it's, it's been another. Busy, busy news week for us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, tuning into this, guys. If uh, y'all are invested in Game of Thrones, just like our content. Um, we will be trying to do more uh, over the next few months. Uh, there's a lot more th- things that we're interested in inside of wrestling in, in this. Uh, all three of us are actually really big boxing fans. So uh, we do some of that down the line. We'll see. Uh, only time will tell. Until then, please. Follow us at twitch.tv forward slash under the ring pod and facebook.com forward slash under the ring pod. You can also catch us on Twitter at RockRibs44. Got me at Greg Bush SK. And of course, Mr. Fresh Beard. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you next time. <laughs>